Welcome to the Anti-Average Podcast. My name is Justin Carrico, and my goal is to help you stick it to the status quo. Listen, I am honored that you would spend some time with me today. Uh, of all the podcasts that I have recorded with you, this is probably going to be my favorite. Um, it's super clear. Ironically, you'll notice in a minute what that means. It's super clear, it's super helpful, and it's a framework that you can encapsulate in all of your communication. And so today we're looking at how clear is your communication. Now, before we dive into this, uh, I do want to ask you, is there a quote or is there a saying that maybe you just constantly repeat and your team or your staff or even your friends are just tired of hearing you say it? I was thinking about how uh, the the organization that I lead, the staff that I lead, uh, the employees that I'm around the most, they would without a doubt say that I have one. I'm positive that my staff is tired of hearing me say uh, this quote from Dave Ramsey, at least that's who it's accredited to, or at least I always give credit to. It, it is to be unclear is to be unkind. To be unclear is to be Unkind. There's so many ways this plays out in our life, but hear me say this. Communication is the most important tool that every leader must know how to use. Communication is the most important tool that every leader must know how to use. If your communication isn't clear, then it's confusing. And if it's confusing, then it's unkind. And believe it or not, people cannot read your mind. So today I want to help you help those around you step into this crazy place that you call a brain and a mind and help them understand why you say something or even what you really mean when you do communicate something. We do this by being clear in our communication. When I say clear, that's an acronym that we're going to walk through C L E A. Are. We're going to be clear in our communication. I've heard it said, when you're tired of saying something, say it a few more times so that other people will hear it. I really hate to break your heart, but not everyone is hanging on to every word that you say to them. And in fact, the words that truly end up shaping the culture of your workplace or your organization or even your family it's the ones that are repeated over and over and over again. Those are the ones that begin to take root in your team's heart. They're the ones that they become mindful of because it's almost like your voice is echoing in their mind. Like, well, I know he would say this or I know she constantly is telling us this. And that's when they start to ask the same questions that you would or they start to repeat the same phrases that you do. And they expect to hear from you on the projects that you would use when the organization is going forward. So if we're going to talk about clear communication, we have to start by asking, is our communication consistent? That's the C when we talk about clear communication. Is it consistent? And here's what I mean by consistent communication. Your team cannot hit a moving target. 
It's just true. If you come in every day and it's a different person stepping in there every day, it's a different person who throws out ideas. It's a different person who says, hey, we need to do this. And, and then the next day you, you shift everything that the organization is heading towards and you say, no, 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 we need to we need to do this. Hey, let's focus our energies over here. And the next day it's no, well, let's focus them over here. Listen, your team cannot hit a moving target. You cannot keep changing your mind on things and expect them to just know that everything is different every day. I love this definition of progress. Progress is made by small steps in the same direction. Progress is made by small steps in the same direction. I, I get it. Sometimes as leaders, we feel like, man, we're just saying the same thing over and over and over and over again. But really, that consistent communication is exactly what your team needs. It allows for progress to take place, which is small steps in the same direction. If our communication is to be clear, then it must be consistent. The second element for our communication to be clear is that it needs to be loving. That's the L. Our communication, for it to be clear, it needs to be loving. Now, I'm the first person to admit this is my weakness. Sometimes I get so just engulfed or I get so trapped in the fact that we're working on a task that I forget there are people involved. Sometimes I get so task oriented, I just forget there are people involved. There are people who have feelings, there are emotions, they're like real human beings in this equation. And sometimes I just forget that they are involved and I focus on the task. So when you hear me say the word loving, I, I kind of want to give a clarification because I know this is, is my weakness and it's an area I need to grow in. But I also want to speak on the other side of this. I'm not talking about telling people half truths to make them feel better about themselves so that you can feel more comfortable in a conversation. That's not what I'm talking about when I say loving, like, hey, we're going to have this. My communication is going to be clear and it's going to be loving. And what I mean by that is I'm going to tell you half truths to make you feel more comfortable and to make me more comfortable in this whole thing. Like, no, that's actually not loving at all. That's called lying. And so I'm not talking about that. When I think about communication has to be loving, here are some examples or some ways maybe this this plays out. It needs to have the tone of someone who wants to help and not hurt someone. I think tone is a big deal in our communication. You can communicate the right thing in the wrong way or in the wrong tone, and it just changes the way that someone receives what you are saying. So I think when we're talking about loving, I think tone could be an example of that. I also think it needs our communication to be loving. It needs to be full of encouragement, right? Expressing that you do believe this person can carry out what you're asking them to do and they can do it with excellence. If not, then I don't think it's very loving to even give them the task, right? If you're going to talk to a teammate about a project or you're going to ask somebody to, to take lead on something or, hey, would you be responsible for this? If you don't believe they can do it and can do it with excellence, that's not very loving to ask them to do it in the first place. So hopefully you're giving them projects and tasks and things that they can accomplish and they can do well. And if that's the case, then when I think about loving, I think our communication needs to be full of encouragement, expressing that you do believe this person can do it. 
I think loving also lets them know that you're listening to them. I read a quote uh, the other day and, and I wanted to make sure I got it in this podcast. It says, you should never be too busy to listen because it's the ultimate form of respect any leader can give their team. Well, let me say that again for you. I think it's a lot to, to grasp, but if you get it, it can transform your communication and probably even your relationship with your, your team members. You should never be too busy to listen because it's the ultimate form of respect any leader can give their team. Use phrases that you've heard them say before, like let them know, <clears throat> let them know. I, I know you're, you've asked more for more responsibility here. Let me, let me give you this project or, uh, or place yourself in their shoes. Like, Hey, I know you have a lot going on, right? Maybe you've got a, a team member. There's a lot of things going on in their personal life and they've shared some of that with you. When you're giving them this new project or you're moving something up the priority list, let them know like, Hey, I hear you. And maybe that's as simple as saying, hey, I know you have a lot on your plate. Here's what I'd like for us to do. Maybe let's just make this project the priority right now. I know you got these other things. Let's kind of pause those or let's move those at a slower rate. Well, let's move this one to the front. And even just up front saying like, I know you have a lot on your plate. It lets them know, I hear you. I've been listening to what you have been saying to me. Many times how we say something is even more important than what we said. For our communication to be clear, it needs to be loving. The next one I think is tough for us as leaders. Um, sometimes we ask our team members or staff uh, to do something, but we don't actually give them the authority to carry out what we've asked them to do. We Maybe it involves a decision uh, that needs to be made, but we don't really know if we gave them the authority to do it. Or maybe this means it requires something of other team members, like they need to go and get something from another team member or somebody else or even another organization. But we didn't let them know. We didn't let the other team members know that, hey, John's going to be coming to get this from you. Uh, I need you to give it to him. He's working on something for me, whatever it is. And so we, we don't actually let other people know. And, and maybe it's also as easy as ensuring that they have access to information or people that they need to carry this task out. So if our communication is to be clear, we must be consistent, right? It's got to be consistent. It's got to be loving. And then the E in clear is empowering. The E is empowering. Our communication must be empowering. There's a quote I love. It's the role of leaders is not to get other people to follow them, but to empower others to lead. The role of leaders is not to get other people to follow them, but to empower others to lead. Every time you empower someone with your communication, you are helping them become a better leader. They will grow from it. Your organization will get better because of it. They will end up growing other leaders because they're learning how to grow even themselves. Every organization wishes they had more leaders. Like they're looking around, man, I wish I had more leaders in my organization. I wish we had more people to step up. We've got to raise them up. And the best way to do that is to start empowering some people, start developing some people who are already in your organization. You've got to empower them now with your communication. So when you communicate, when you give a team member a task, make sure that you empower them with the authority 
the information, the access, anything they need to actually complete the task. For our communication to be clear, it has to be empowering. Did you give them the authority to complete the task? Now, it's easy to say a bunch of words, but the goal in our communication is to always get stuff done, right? We want to move things forward. We want our organizations to be better. We want our communities to be better. We want our families to be better. We want to grow even as ourselves. And so we've got to get stuff done. So when the only way to ensure that we move things forward is by making sure that our communication is actionable. The A in clear is actionable. Clear communication is actionable. There's a clear next step. The person that you're talking to knows exactly, without a doubt, what they need to do next. Sometimes we get in trouble with this very thing. What, what happens is we are trying to say something. Unfortunately, it never made it to the other person the way that we thought it did. I, I want to give you a great example um, that actually happened just a few weeks ago, and I'm going to throw myself under the bus uh, because it helps other people grow. So, uh, we have a staff member here. Uh, we were working on some volunteers. Uh, the or, One of the organizations I lead is, is all volunteer-based. And so we were working with a staff member who is trying to get some volunteer shirts. And uh, this this volunteers, I mean, this staff member's name is John. And so we were talking about how we're about to roll out um, this particular uh, project that we've been working on and we needed some volunteers and we were going to get all of our volunteers some shirts. We were going to get them some t-shirts. We were going to get them some, some pullovers. And so I made this statement to John. It, it was close to the time for the project to be done. We wanted to make sure these shirts were in hand, ready to go. And I made this statement. We need to get the shirts for our volunteers done or they won't be here on time. Now, in my head, I was clearly saying, John, I want you to get these shirts done. I need some kind of design so that we can send it off and we can get these shirts made and we can get them here so that our volunteers have them on time. But I didn't say that. What I said is we, sounding like I'm going to be involved in this whole thing with him, we need to get these shirts for of our volunteers done so that they will be here on time. Now, here's the crazy part. After I made that statement, the very next day, I left on vacation. I was scheduled to leave on vacation, and here I tell my staff member, here I empower John and tell him, we need to get these shirts done, and I leave on vacation. What, I mean, when you even think about that, am I saying, get them ordered? Am I saying, get them designed? Am I saying like, hey, I need you to do this or I'm going to do this, right? I said, we, am I saying that I'm going to do this? I want to give you an example of what would have been a better way to communicate this. And in fact, I would dare say a clear way to communicate this. And I regret that I didn't communicate this way. And I'm working even as a leader now with our team, constantly talking about better communication and trying to communicate this way. So what I wish I would have said is John, since you are the leader for this, right? That's loving. I'm like, hey man, I trust you. You're leading this project. Since you are our leader for this, will you get me a design? That's empowering. I'm, 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 I'm putting this on you. I want you to do this. Will you get me a design by 4 p.m. on Thursday? 
actionable, clear next step. I need a design by Thursday at 4 p.m. so that I can place the order on Friday morning. I'm going to read the example one more time. John, since you are our leader for this, again, that's loving, will you get me a design empowering by 4 p.m. on Thursday, actionable, so that I can place this order Friday morning? Super clear. Without a doubt, that is clear communication and it's loving and it's empowering and it's actionable. It's ready to go. There is no confusion there. If John would have come back and said, listen, man, I, I, I didn't understand exactly what you're asking me to do. I, I, I would dare say it would be a short disagreement if this is the way I would have worded that. But instead, I said, hey, we need to get these shirts done. And when they didn't get done, it's on me because I did not give him the empowerment and I did not give him the actionable step. It was not clear what to do next. But if I would have said it this way, John would have known, hey, I have to get a design together by 4 p.m. on Thursday and get it to Justin so that we can get these ordered Friday morning. For our communication to be clear, it has to be actionable. There can be no confusion on what the next step is. And and, and let me hear let me say this as well. As a leader, maybe even hearing that or thinking about that, I'm like, man, that's so direct. It, it just feels maybe too direct. It's actually what your, uh, your employees or your staff or your team, your organization needs. They want direct communication. I, I didn't say harsh. Remember, the L is loving. But they do want direct. They want clear communication. If you're asking me to do something, make my next step clear. Make it easy for me to understand. Make it simple for me to say, this is exactly what he or she expects from me. Clear communication is consistent. It's loving. It's empowering. It's actionable. And the last one, the R, it's responsive. Clear communication is responsive. Do you say the things that need to be said when they need to be said. When we think about communication, we tend to only think about what we need to say. With loving, we talked about how we need to say these things. With responsive, I want you to think about when do you say these things. Listen, if your communication is to be clear, timing is crucial. I say this in regards to surface level stuff, right? It's if it's a, if an employee walks through the door and they got their bag on their shoulder and they literally just walked through the front door. Don't, listen, don't bombard them with, "Hey, I need, I got five things I need you to do real quick." Like, give them a moment to to sit down to get settled in. Uh, don't don't do that. That's surface level stuff. But I, when I also think about responsive, I think about coaching moments. Maybe you've communicated something somewhere along the way. It all fell apart. Something didn't go right. And you reflected back and you realized that one of your team members dropped the ball and they didn't take the next step that they should have. That being responsive means you don't wait two weeks until you festered on it over and over and it's grown because two weeks from now, your team member will not remember what you're bringing up. Listen, they've already moved on. If you didn't if you didn't respond then to it, if you didn't clearly communicate in the moment or even the next day at least, they've already moved on. What you don't want to have happen is two weeks from now, you don't want to call an employee in 
or a team member in and say, hey, John, I, I, I was thinking about this two weeks ago. You said something. You did this. You dropped the ball, whatever it is. And, and they're like, I didn't say that. I didn't do that. Those two weeks have passed. They have no idea, but you have festered on it. You've let it sit and just stew over and over and over within you. And instead of saying something when you should have, instead you miss that coaching moment. You miss that teachable moment and instead the person just feels attacked because you've been holding on to this for two weeks. You've been interacting with them throughout the day, never saying anything but stewing on the inside and you didn't communicate it. Listen, timing is everything. For our communication to be clear, it has to be responsive. Clear communication is consistent. It's loving. It's empowering. It's actionable. And it's responsive. I hope that this helps you out. I know that this is a lot to soak in. I hope you go back, listen to this podcast again. If you think this is beneficial, maybe for other team members, would you send this to them? I think an organization gets better. Leaders get better. Team members get better when they begin to communicate clearly. If our communication can be clear, we can get more stuff done. And in the end, your organization, your community, and your family, they win. Thanks for listening to the Anti-Average Podcast. I hope you will join with me next time and we will check you out then.